and wow, Kristen folds the queens. Sick fold. Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 331 of Weekly Poker Hand. We're playing two, two. No limit hold my best bet, Jacksonville. This will be our last hand from this particular session. We'll go on to something else next week, so make sure you come back for that. If you've not watched all the previous episodes of Weekly Poker Hand, all 330 of them, they're available on my YouTube channel. Check that out, youtube.com slash pokercoaching. We have a lot of other fun content there too, so make sure you go there and click subscribe. If you're watching this right now on YouTube, click subscribe, it's right below the video. All right, here we have a limp from Ron, under the gun plus one with ace nine offsuit. Ace nine offsuit's not a good enough hand to play, even if your opponents are going to play all sorts of just horrible junky hands that we have seen at this table. People love to gamble. Um, ace nine is still just not quite good enough because you're gonna be out of position under the gun plus one, if you limp and face a raise, you don't really want to call a raise from out of position with ace nine because you're only going to be happy when you flop top pair. And even then, you could very easily be dominated. So I would just open fold this ace nine. Um, around to Steve. Steve has been getting pretty unlucky so far at this table. He raises it up to $16 with ace jack offsuit under the gun plus two, which I think is fine over a limp. I would typically use a smaller raise size, but. I think his play is fine to raise. Now, Kristen gets pocket queens and pretty quickly calls. We've seen Kristen playing all sorts of hands, sometimes good hands, sometimes bad hands. Um, she typically seems to be a little bit on the passive side, so I'm not surprised to see these queens just call, but you typically just wanna go ahead and re-raise. In this situation, notice Steve only has $162 remaining. So I think the play in the spot is just make it like 42 and give him every chance to shove, or maybe even like 40 to give him plenty of room to shove. You don't want to make it too big. You don't want to make it like 70 because then he's going to fold unless he has a really good hand. So I definitely do think that you should re-raise with queens because if you do see a three-way flop, it's fine, but I think you'd just rather play a big pot against Steve immediately. And if you do three-bet your queens and get four-bet, you just have to get it all in with the queens against Steve. All right, so now it goes limp for two, raise to 16, call with queens. Over to Kevin in the small blind, who has $700 in his stack. So he is also deep with Kristen. They both have $700, whereas everybody else has a shorter stack. He re-raises to 55. Um, so it went limp, 16 call, 55. I think that's fine. I would probably go a little bit bigger because you don't actually want Kristen calling you in position all that often. And you have to think that she is gonna call pretty often. I, I, also, Kristen has shown that she's perhaps a little bit of a calling station. So if she is a bit of a calling station, I think you could probably make it even more like 75 or 80. That said, I didn't even like consider what it seems to be happening right here. He made it 55, gets back around to Steve with the ace-jack offsuit and he's like, yeah, obviously I'm all in, but no, 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 no. Ace-jack is not a hand you should be getting it in with in this scenario. I understand that you've been losing some hands, you've been having a tough go at it, you've been pretty unlucky so far, but in this situation, when it goes limp, raise, call, re-raise, I have no clue how Kevin's been playing. I've not seen him play a pot yet. This is the first one, but even if he is playing just normally, not too out of line, he's probably gonna have a pretty strong hand to re-raise, especially using a slightly small size from the small blind. Typically when people re-raise the small blind, it's usually just a good, strong, linear range. 
in this scenario, if I had to guess, maybe, I don't know, nines are better and ace-jack and better. Maybe king-queen suited, something like that. So if that's his range to three-bet the small blind, he's not going to fold any of that to your all-in, right? Because Steve only has $162. So how does ace-jack do against nines are better and ace-jack and better and king-queen? And it turns out it does very, very, very badly. And that's because you're going to be dominated by a lot of your opponent's range. And when you're not dominated, you're just flipping. You're never really dominating much of your opponent's range. And you know you completely lack fold equity here because by the time it gets back around to Kevin, he's going to have to put in $100 to try to win a $300 pot. He's obviously going to realize 33% equity with basically his entire three betting range in this scenario, unless he's a lunatic. Now, if he's a lunatic, then sure, I guess it's defensible to rip it in with his ace jack. But if he does play normally or even a little bit tightly, you should definitely just fold. These big offsuit cards get a lot of people in trouble. We actually saw Steve um, playing the ace-10 offsuit in the previous episode of Weekly Poker Hand, which I just recommended open folding, like not even putting a chip in the pot. But uh, this is another scenario where once you raise and then get three bets, especially after a call, especially from someone from out of position, it's usually a sign of a pretty strong hand. Okay, so anyway, Steve does decide to rip it in for $162. And now it's over to Kristen, which is... She finds herself in a pretty dicey spot because she, her hand is drastically underrepresented. So this is a situation where she cannot realistically fold. The question is, should she call or re-raise? And um, the problem here is that she's playing $700 deep against Kevin, who 3-bet to 55. So the problem with this is that if she calls, sometimes Kevin's going to re-raise and put her in a terrible spot. If she re-raises, though, Kevin is going to play very, very well, basically getting all in with aces and kings and ace-king. So by calling, she needs to have a very clear idea of what she's trying to accomplish here. If she's trying to induce Kevin to jam it all in very wide because she thinks he's crazy, then I love to play a lot. If she's calling because she thinks Kevin is so tight to the point that he would only go all in here with aces or kings then I think her play is fine too. Um, if she doesn't know what to do though, that's where we start to get in a pretty dicey scenario. I don't really think you want to be making like plays for information where you minimum re-raise or anything like that. I do think her only options in this scenario are to go all in or call. And I think calling is the play. And when you do call in the spot, you need to have some idea of how your opponent plays. I understand you're not always gonna have some idea of how they play. I think the right option here is to call the 178 all-in, and then also call it off if Kevin does go all-in. I understand in this scenario it's not going to work out great for her because she's against Kings, but I don't really see any other good option because her hand is so underrepresented and she's been playing so many hands to the point that if you put me in Kevin's shoes, I would think Kristen just has all sorts of nonsense, like 10-8 suited and ace-5 suited and stuff like that. So if I think she has a lot of garbage, obviously I'm going to jam pretty wide there, probably like ace jack and better pocket eights and better Does that sound familiar that's his whole three betting range so if i'm jamming that wide then kristen obviously has a very easy call of the queen so tough spot for kristen where she's probably just gonna end up getting stacked but i i don't really see a way around it given the way she's played so far back around to kevin i would go all in here i mean he's loving his hand he has the best hand by a mile question is do you minimum re-raise or get cute with it I don't think you want to get cute with it. I think you'd rather just jam. Because if she ever folds out like ace high, like ace five suited, that's a fine result. 
And uh, like I said, if he does rip it in, Kristen just has to make the crying call. Looks like uh, Kevin is hemming and hawing about it a little bit. Can't really tell because he has a mask on and a hat on. I pretty much have no clue what he looks like. <laughs> um, he's taking his time, though, probably saying something, trying to figure out what to do. Cool spot, though. I mean, I think the only option for him is to shove. If you do shove, Kristen is going to still probably call it off with ace-king and queens and maybe even jacks and tens, maybe even ace-queen. So I think that's a fine result. And like I said, if she falls out any hand with an ace, that's just acceptable. Notice here he's playing with his chips. I don't know how Kevin normally appears, but typically when people do this motion right here where they like flip the chips up and around, usually that is um, referred to as a tell that defies gravity. When people defy gravity, it's almost always a sign of strength. Anyway, Kevin does decide to call. Also, don't forget he's out of position. That's one more reason to three bet. So now we have a $538 pot. Kevin has kings. Kristen has queens. Steve is all in with the ace jack. Kevin and Kristen are both $500 deep. All right, we'll go to the flop. So in this scenario, interestingly enough, before the flop even comes, take a second, think about it. What should Kevin do on flops that do not contain an ace? Think about it. Pause the video. I have the video paused. <laughs> Type it in the, in the comment section below. Seriously, pause the video. Think about it. Pa test yourself. This is how you get good at poker. Should he go all in? Should he bet small? Or should he check? All right, you have your answer. You committed. You typed it in. Okay. In this scenario, I think Kevin needs to be betting small on the vast majority of boards because Kevin's range, and especially his hand, is going to have Kristen's range in horrible shape. Kristen's going to have a lot of undercards, which are basically always going to be in bad shape, a lot of random ace highs, which are always going to be in bad shape. And so for that reason, you want to bet small. So the pot's 538. I think a bet of something like $150 or $125 would be pretty nice. What a lot of people do wrong in this scenario is they just shove it all in every time. And the problem with shoving it all in, while you will get called with or by overpairs, you're never going to get called by the random ace high type hands. A lot of people see boards like this, eight of clubs, four of hearts, two of hearts, and think, oh my god, there's a flush draw, I don't want to get outdrawn. But in reality, flush draws make up such a tiny portion of your opponent's range that you should be happy to let them stick around with jack 10 of diamonds or whatever whatever nonsense they want to call with so if you are going to play this scenario like kevin has done it you want to bet small kevin gets really fancy and goes for the check which i do not especially like because when you check you give Kristen the opportunity to let it go check check and realize some equity like say she does have aced jack right here right you just let it go check check and she gets to try to get there on you. And if she misses, there's no guarantee she's going to bluff. Also, again, I, I don't know how Kristen plays, but if she is a little bit on the loose but passive side, you definitely just want to bet because if you check, she's not going to do a ton of bluffing. It does go check, check pretty much immediately, though. As you see, Kristen's playing this hand super slowly. Turns the six of spades. Again, I, I don't think you want to go too big. I think you want to go for a small bet. Looks like Kevin was probably just trying to get a little bit fancy here and try to um, induce a bluff. So he is going to make a $200 bet over to Kristen with her pocket queens. And now you want to talk about someone giving it a whole lot of thought very uh, clearly with her mannerisms. Kristen is really giving it some thought here. It actually is a pretty interesting scenario because is 
Kevin now taking a hand like ace-king or ace-queen and turning it into a bluff. And, I mean, I think, I think it could be happening. You're certainly not worried about all the random low cards. You're really only worried about losing to aces and kings here, and he could certainly have jacks, tens, nines, eights. Obviously, he loses eights, but he could have jack, jacks, tens, nines. So if he could have jacks, tens, and nines, and aces and kings, well, you lose to two of those but beat three of those, right? So you're in fine shape against all the overpairs combined. And also, he could be doing this with random bluffs, like ace-king, ace-queen, ace-jack, ace-five, etc. So I, I don't think Kristen can fold in the spot. I think the play is still probably to just shove it all in. Maybe the play is to him and haul like this and then shove it all in. So at least that way maybe he... Maybe not Maybe not this much. This looks. This would look very weird if she did all this and then jammed. But you want to essentially make him think that you are like, ugh, don't know what to do. I guess I have to jam it. That way he maybe finds some hero call. Because notice, he's going to be getting pretty good odds at this point, right? He has to put in 315 into a pot that's going to be, what, 1,200? I mean, those are amazing pot odds, right? 300 to win 12. So it's kind of hard to not win 25% of the time if you think your opponent's range is wide. I'm kind of surprised these players are doing so much talking and so much um, verbalizing with their mannerisms. I mean, they're really wearing their, their thoughts on their sleeve here. A lot of the players are. I definitely would recommend being a generally a little bit more stoic. And wow, Kristen folds the queens. Sick fold. Maybe Kevin is tight. You know, if she thinks Kevin's very, very tight, then um, certainly could be a good fold if you think he's super nitty. Funny enough, I think they threw out a queen on the river. <laughs> could you imagine they put a queen on the river and Kristen would have stacked them? Oh my goodness. All right, so pretty sweet hand. I did not think Kristen was going to fold there. I, guess, I suppose I did after she started, you know, like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That type of thing. But um, I don't think you're supposed to find a way to get away from that one. Sometimes if you play a lot of hands, you just have to get it in with your best hands. And sometimes you can get unlucky and run into it. And I think this was one of those instances. So thanks to all of you for being here today, for watching, for listening. If you're listening on the various podcast apps, if you are, leave a review. If you're here on YouTube, click like, click subscribe. I'd appreciate it. Good luck in your games. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next time.